Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Welcome back to Operation Basketball. We're coming at you live from Charlotte, and kind enough to join us is the GOAT himself, Mike Krzyzewski, winningest basketball coach in the history of Division I men's basketball. I don't know if it's, if it's been 30 straight years that you visited with us, Coach, but it's great to see you again on person, in person. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. How yeah, are you? Yeah, thanks. Actually, it's a pretty exciting day for our conference, for media day, and uh, it's a good thing that the ACC does. We were worried when we read you had to pull the plug on the Puerto Rico trip. So when we ask you, how are you, that's usually just a general polite thing. Yeah. How about how are you after knee replacement and what is it now, six surgeries in a relatively short period of time? Yeah, I'm good. Actually, I'm about a little bit over nine weeks from right knee replacement. It's gone great. I get the best care at Duke. And, uh, and I've done a good job with my great rehab team. And a, a big thing in coming back from that is, you know, you do the proper rehab, and uh, we did it daily, and I'm, I'm good. I, I feel as good as I have for a long time. That must have been a tricky fork in the road, because if you thought it was going to happen, you would have had it taken care of earlier. Right. Was this another Mickey Krzyzewski, Mike no, Krzyzewski no, moment is, of truth? Actually, I'm 70. Now I can make my own decisions. <laughs> uh, I got a little bit more common sense. <laughs> No, uh, after two days of practice getting ready to go on a foreign trip, it, it, my, it, it wasn't going to go. And, uh, and not only for that trip, but definitely for the season. And then canceling the trip, I got about three weeks ahead. And at a time where I didn't have to be as mobile, you know, for my program. And uh, it gave me a good head start as a result. Uh, great results. Mike Krzyzewski joining us on the David Glenn Show. He once again has one of the better teams, at least potentially, in the ACC and really all around college basketball. Does Do all the buzzers go off at this point when you walk through the airport security? Are you all right? Yeah, I fly, a lot, of, pass? I fly a lot private, yeah. so, and I use it as an excuse to fly more, uh, <laughs> that I'll, I'll cause a big disruption. Duke fans are excited that you accomplished so much for our country as a part of Team USA. Uh, are you, do you feel like you're exhaling now that you've turned that page? You know, I don't know if exhale, but it is a change. You know, for 11 years, it wasn't just coaching in the summers, but really every day, even during the Duke season, you thought a little bit about the responsibility and of coaching your country's team. So, uh, if I, again, I don't mean to say it's like a military person being deployed because there's nothing right. like that. But in, in it, I, I was into my, I was deployed in my profession deeply for those 11 years. And I, it was good to finally let go of it. And uh, then I wish I wouldn't have had two surgeries since I've been out of it. But uh, uh, it was all great. And uh, I'm very happy that I'm now just coaching the Duke team. You've shared your definitions of success a lot with us over the years. You know a lot of outsiders think of five NCAA championship rings plus gold medals, et cetera. Where would your five NCAA championship rings be right now? Like, do you turn uh, those pages? Do you, are you wearing one now? Actually, How does it work? Yeah, I'll wear the most current one sometimes. Actually, the ring I'm wearing today, I always wear my West Point ring with my Duke Stone and my wedding wing. I never take those two. They're on one. We got married on graduation day, so the wedding ring is curved to fit with the, the West Point ring. And then uh, for some reason, I'm wearing one of our Olympic rings today from Rio. 
and uh, sometimes I don't wear a ring. I'm not necessarily a big jewelry guy, but right. I would wear probably the most current national championship ring if when, if I did, and 215. And otherwise, they're just in my house, you know, in a nice container. Uh, my dog Blue looks at them every day, and uh, I don't think my wife does. I look at them every once in a while, saying, "What a lucky guy I am." In hockey, some people have a superstition that you can't touch the, student, the Stanley Cup unless you've earned the Stanley Cup. <laughs> Is it that way with championship rings? Like, would would your friends be allowed to, your old wrestling buddies from Chicago, be allowed to take a photo while? I wearing don't know a if ring? I'd allow those guys. They probably <laughs> the rings would probably be missing. And uh, no, no, there uh, I would allow them. In fact, with one of them, I, he has that championship. Uh, uh, you know, because. Uh, one thing when you do win a championship, if you're able to share it with certain key family members and, and friends, then that, that's a, another bond of friendship. We were able to share with you as you sat down. We were just blown away by Grayson Allen, yeah. a person, after enjoying him for three years as a basketball player. How do you describe Grayson Allen earning his way back into team captaincy status after having that taken away? Yeah, well, the, one of the main things about having a takeaway is, is not necessarily as a punishment, but as a set of priorities, like your priority is you. You know, concentrate on, let's concentrate on getting you healthy, getting you back to where you should be. And uh, he's done that. He, he actually did it a, quite a bit during the season, but after the season. Uh, one thing, just physically healthy. He was hurt all last year. and. We had him step away from the game for about three months. And I said, just be a guy, get healthy, have fun, uh, make, make it possible for you to miss your girlfriend basketball so much that when you do start playing, you hug her and you kiss her and you never let her go. And, uh, and I think he's found that. And uh, I think he's in a really good place and he's done a great job of leading our squad thus far. Mike Krzyzewski with an analogy of the day candidate <laughs> joining us on the David Glenn Show. From the outside, we flash back to your national championship team where three freshmen yeah. helped Quinn Cook win it all. And you told us before day one, hey, Jalil Okafor is an amazing talent. He's going to be a big-time guy right away. Do you see more parallels, or, or do you not look at it that way? Uh, a little bit, but, you know, Quinn had help from uh, Matt Jones, Emil Jefferson, Marshall Plumley. You know, Grayson's the only senior on our team, and we only have one junior in Antonio Vrankovic, so it's a different set. The other thing is, uh, uh, like, Tyus was way ahead, maturity on the court. He just knew the game, yeah. and... Uh, he and Quinn together formed a, a stable situation for all of them. This group is very athletic and big. It has the physical maturity. Actually, they're ahead. The top four freshmen, when you see them, they don't look like freshmen. But they are. And uh, just in knowledge of the game and things like that. So uh, it's a good group, though. They want to learn. Uh, they work hard. And I, I think it's a constantly developing team. We haven't been hurt yet, and hopefully if we can stay away from injury, 
we'll see a steady progression of maturity and improvement as the season goes along. Not all prep, Ameri prep All-Americans are alike. Not all five-star guys right. are alike. Are you comfortable kind of circling a Marvin Bagley III as a different kind of cat as he's being described as a, a possible number one overall NBA draft pick? Yeah, well, he'll be a high pick, and he said, you know, he doesn't have a position, which is not bad, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Uh, he could actually guard all five positions. He can't play all five positions, I think, offensively yet, but... Uh, uh, he's got to figure it out playing with other talent. Usually he was the guy, and then everyone kind of played with him, sometimes got out of his way. And uh, Marvin really is a hard worker. He's an easy kid. He's a great kid, easy kid to coach. And we see him, again, wanting to learn so much. So he, he's not as fluid as he will be because he's trying to, he know he's, he's, he's very unselfish, so he wants to fit in. We don't want him to fit in too much. We, you know, <laughs> be, we don't want him to take away from those instincts that made him so good. But he's a special, special guy, special player. You've told us in the past that there's some kinds of wrongdoing in college basketball that could happen to almost anybody. Right. And there are other types, you know, $150,000 in a bag to a family is a different type of high-level cheating. You know, a lot of casual fans are asking, what's going on in college basketball? FBI investigations, bags full of money, six-figure contributions to recruits. What is your message to those curious about uh, you know, you're known for winning at a high level and not cutting corners and doing it the right way. Some are wondering whether that can be done by more than, you know, the Mike Krzyzewski's and a handful oh, yeah. of others. That no, way. no, it's done by most people. And this is uh, more of an outlier, I think, of, of what goes on. Just like in the financial world, you know, you'd never think there'd be a Ponzi scheme or a Madoff or whatever, and all of a sudden that happens. And uh, this isn't anything that's rampant. You know, now do people try to influence verbally and all that? Yeah, yeah, that will always be the case. But I, I believe at this time in my career, there's less unethical conduct than ever. Uh, and I'm, I'm sorry that that occurred. Uh, but also, I think, David, gives us an opportunity as a, as a sport, men's college basketball, to look and see is the model that we have the right model? You know, have we, you know, once a kid's at, at your school, we can do a whole bunch more now than we did three years ago. Why did that come about? Did that come about because we wanted it or did it come about because there was litigation against the NCAA and they pretty much had to do something different? I really think a benefit of the FBI being involved, and I'm not sure why they are involved, but they are might prompt the NCAA to take an even greater look at not putting a Band-Aid on something or saying, or saying like summer basketball isn't good, which it is good and needed. Uh, maybe we take a good close look at this whole thing and maybe move more in the direction of getting the whole thing right. Your successor with the U.S. national team, and everybody says you're available as a consultant even yeah. though you've passed the torch has been the most outspoken 
sports figure of my lifetime on political matters or a United States president. Do you laugh when you read what he says about the current president? I mean, do you wish you could speak more freely pro or con about political and societal events? Or, or do you just say, that's pop and I got to be K and we're different guys? You know, I don't laugh because he and I are great friends and I think he's really smart. He's He's an Air Force Academy graduate, an Air Force officer. He, you know, he has, you know, he has a great platform. Uh, you know, representing a pro franchise is different than representing a university. Uh, you know, I think every American should have the right to say what they want to say. Uh, they have to be careful, I think, what platforms they use so they don't necessarily drag the plat, you know, the institution. I've got to be careful in what I say. I don't doesn't necessarily a lot of people think I speak for Duke right and if I did say things about I would say I'm speaking for Mike Krzyzewski and and not Duke University but uh, no I applaud him for taking a stand and uh, you know then people can interpret it the way they want is that right is some of it right is all of it wrong and you know that's what makes our world go around uh, but the fact of somebody stepping up and saying what he or she believes in, I think every American should have the opportunity to do that. You know, you know, Art, as a kid and as an adult, one of the things I've said a long t many, many times is the Pledge of Allegiance. And, uh, like, I personally believe it's one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. It's really pretty simple. And anyone who says that that's right, I think is right. And I don't care what color you are, what race, what age, what level of socioeconomics, you know, level you're at at that time. One nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. It's pretty simple. And uh, that's what we should be striving for. Coach, you have no idea how much money I would pay to hear all of your thoughts on all those topics. Yeah. You're really one of the smartest, most thoughtful people I've ever met in my career. Well, and I know you don't feel like you can empty the bucket on every topic as someone wearing the, the Duke. Well, you know what, you have, David, you have and to And I'm not sure I have enough money to yeah. outbid your current compensation. Yeah. No, but, frankly. you know, you have to be careful that <laughs> when you do express things, you don't get in, like, a personal thing with any group any person, then it can get conflicted or get personal. Yeah. You know, to me, what I just said, that's right. Yeah. That is right. So I'm not trying to pick a fight with you or anything. I'm just saying, look, that's right. If you don't believe in that, then I don't believe in what you're saying. I don't, you know, now that's what we should be striving for. Indivisible with liberty and justice for all. I'll tell you what, it's impossible to beat your mom not giving up the purse. That's yes. still my gold medal, Mike yeah. Krzyzewski story for all of eternity. Every one of my teams has heard it, too. <laughs> Holy cow, man. But the one you just gave me is somewhere in the top ten. As we thank you for your time and, and let you go, uh, empty the bucket on something that might be f more fun to talk about. You've sort of, you're still a consultant for USA Basketball. You still, right. of course, we hope you coach forever at Duke. But you still are continuing your SiriusXM radio yeah. job where you right. get to sort of be on my side of the table. You had Dale Earnhardt Jr. recently. You have other high-profile guys coming. What can you share about that? Because uh, 
Uh, you've always been good on your side of the yeah. table, but I think you've gotten great on our side of the yeah, table. Yeah, well, it's our 13th season uh, with Dave Sims, and I learned so much from it. And uh, like with Dale Earnhardt Jr., here's a, you know, like he wasn't even one and done. He never went to college. Right. And he followed his dream, and no one paid it, you know. <laughs> no, and he was great. You know, we'll have, uh, I, I think this week we're going to have Brett Farr on. Oh, wow. And uh, I think maybe David Ross and... I get a chance to talk to a lot of really interesting people, and actually I've learned from the show so much. I always take notes when people are talking or a way that they've, like how they think, you know, why did they make a decision, uh, sometimes just some terminology. But, you, you know, what you have, you know, to me, I tell my players all the time, if nothing else, be a lifelong learner, a lifetime learner. You know, you, you never stop learning, and if you never stop learning, then... You had a chance to always be young, and so that's my goal is to, what's that song, Forever Young? That, yes. That's, uh, that's, that's uh, was it Neil? Who sings that, Neil? Forever. I can hear it in yeah. my head. I don't want to sing because yeah, you, I'm, not a I'm a lip singer. I'm not a good singer yeah, either, yeah. Coach. His name is Mike Krzyzewski. He is now a forever young septuagenarian. Grandson's okay? Any new, yeah. any new ESPN commercials coming out that we need no, to know? No, you know, that, uh, yeah, I'm lucky that all 10 of my grandkids are right there in Durham and oh, or man. Hillsboro. And we love, love living in North Carolina and in Durham. And uh, God's blessed us, not just with being at Duke, but uh, being in that, in that part of the country. Uh, it's our home, and we love it. I'm with you, man. I found the triangle 30 years ago, and you're still stuck with me 30 <laughs> years later. His name is Mike Krzyzewski. As always, Coach, uh, thank you very much for you're your time welcome. on the David Glenn Show. Keep, enjoy the rest of Operation Basketball. All right. Thanks, you guys. I've heard he's a pretty good coach. I've heard he has another talented team, and I am glad he stopped by. Did you get a picture of those rings? I have, I have my wedding ring on. I don't have a, an Olympic championship ring. I don't have any national championship rings. He, ha <laughs> he has five. <laughs> They're locked up at home somewhere. One of his wrestling buddies might be allowed to be photographed with one of them from time to time. Maybe he could bring one and we could get some photos with one of those championship rings. Appreciate Mike Krzyzewski dropping by. The on-the-court challenge includes Grayson Allen on the wing, talented freshman at virtually every position, and a returning forward named Javin Delorier that Grayson Allen circled earlier as a returning player that Duke fans will look at and say, wow, that's a new and improved version of the guy we saw one year ago. Thanks to Mike Krzyzewski. That was really an extended visit. I appreciate him uh, sort of hanging out with us to the exclusion of thousands of others here in, in Charlotte, North Carolina, as we're all assembled at ACC Operation Basketball. More great guests still to come. More coaches walking the room as we speak, including many of our favorites, including more Hall of Famers. 1-800-849-2761 is your ticket into the program. We'll throw it back to the studio in Raleigh and then return live to Charlotte from ACC Operation Basketball. That's next on the David Glenn Show.